Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast, the No Laying Up live show, the out of context, no laying up social media clip. Wherever you're consuming this content today, we had a glorious first day at the Open Championship. My name is DJ Pajowski, joined by my compadres, Tron and Randy. Solly is, uh, he's standing by with the beeper. You know, we didn't know if we were going to have him. He's, he's on baby watch at the moment, so he was planning to take this week off. We might tap him in every now and again but for right now we've we've got the two chuckleheads that we've got tron we're gonna tron we're gonna make you wait we're gonna get to you in just a second randy how are you my man i'm great i'm great thanks for having me on your program i'm a big fan it's a thrill to be here tron there is one thing everybody wants to talk about today and that is the high noon pool pack we are brought to you as always by our friends at high noon the moment everyone has been waiting for is finally here the high noon pool pack is back grab a case Text the group. Randy, fire up the group chat. Get the boys ready to have some high <laughs> noons. We've got what? Lime, guava, kiwi, and peach. Did I get all those off of off of memory? I think I think I might have, Tron. There's I think a you passion did. fruit. Yeah. I, I always get sun sips and pool. I'm going you know. in the pool after this, so I've got a lemon. Here. I like that. I don't know. A lot of people haven't had lemon. Lemon is the oh, lemon whips. I, I've got yeah. I, I do, you know in the pool pack i always reach for the kiwi first so that's what i'm doing uh as always the high noon pool pack is made with real vodka real juice has 100 calories is gluten-free no added sugar look for it on drizzly or wherever you buy your high noon visit highnoonspirits.com to find it near you tc go ahead my man it's all you no i, I you know do you guys have anything to say go ahead go ahead panda go, go ahead, ahead. This go is, ahead this is, i think on know, we're gonna learn Go a ahead. lot. We're gonna learn a lot. Are you rooting for something, or are you rooting against us in this moment? You know, no, I'm rooting for something. It, then, positive. Then the floor is yours. The floor we is got, yours. We got so much. We're we got so much to celebrate, guys. We have so much to celebrate. Ben, producer Ben, will you will you put the Justin Ray uh, stat up there from from the Twitter uh, machine? I think you know Tommy. Everybody says, "Oh, Tommy's bad on Sundays. Tommy's bad on Saturdays." No. Tommy's been bad on Thursdays. All right. We got out of our own way today. Anything under 71 was going to be a win today. And we shot 66. All right. And he was extremely, extremely conservative off the tee, which I think was the right play. Flushed his irons. Putter looked good. He had an unbelievable just, amount of putts. Just super, super solid. He's on the right side of the draw. He's, you know, I, I, Listen, what do you guys have to say about it, Tommy? I want to see you guys be positive stewards of the game here. I'm I'm holding the Fleetwood Festival this weekend if anybody would like to purchase tickets. We're going to talk about that in a second. I'm I'm very curious about your weekend plans. But <laughs> before we do, let me let me just kind of set the table here. Let's give everybody their due. Of course, this is not to infringe on the down the leaderboard segment which usually starts about like T36. Uh this is just the guys at the top. So we have amateur Christo Lamprecht. Uh Georgia Tech by way of South Africa, 
What a story. Here at TC at the home of the British Amateur, we've got the British Amateur champion. What a story. 66 for him. Emiliano Grillo, 66. <laughs> Antoine Rosner. TC, you were, you're calling him Big Tuan. Is that right? Big, big Tuan. <laughs> big Tuan uh, with a uh, 67. Adrian Otagway, Brian Harmon, 67. Stu Sink, Unfinished Business, T7. Wyndham Clark, T7. Alex Noren, T7. The Pro Macoma, T7. And Shabankar Sharma, T7. No, I'm going to stop there. Those are just courtesy mentions. Top of the show, in case we forget anybody. Now now we've been, we've mentioned them. Randy, uh, what what's your story of the day today? There's a Slender Man out, <laughs> out front. A Slender Man amateur, and he's not Stuart Hagesad. It, it's an incredible story. Uh, my mentions have just been getting bombarded with people thinking that's me. You know, I, who, who I can looks, see. Who, God, that's so good. <laughs> who looks more like you? Is it is it Christo or is it Brad Merrick that was at the PGA a couple years ago? Mm, uh the Christo swing, you know, his, his leg action here, that right knee, um, tough to God, that looks great. Uh, How I've good always... is that? The fact that it's a Lynx swing from you. It's yeah, so I know. I've always been really self-conscious about seeing my swing because I mean, again, just look at, look at that lower body, but my guy Christo out there just making me feel seen and, uh just going a long way to raise my self-confidence. So representation matters though. out there. Yes, exactly. TC, I'm going to go story of the day. You, you asked me to say some positive things. I had yeah. such a blast watching Tommy today. Thank you. This, Mr. Lad was just doing all the things that, that we hoped that he would. Uh, and not only that, but, you know, we've talked about this a bunch when, you know, it's not only are you trying to peak for a major but you're trying to peak for a major, you know, kind of in your neck of the woods. Everybody's telling you you should play well. Everybody's asking you about it. Shows up on the first day and takes the first round lead. It, it's I've never been happier. You know, if, if he goes on to win, I, just like happily stuff me in the locker. I'm rooting for it. Randy, what do you got? Is it possible he played too well today, TC? And I don't I don't mean to be a downer, but I think it's a question that deserves asking. If like I think if we were talking about a like a three shot lead going into Saturday or a three shot lead going into Sunday, I would maybe have some concerns, but it's not like he's well out in front. He had a good round. He's, you know, I know he's got a long layoff until his, until his afternoon round. Cause I'm, I got a long layoff. What am I going to do? That's you know, what the rest asking. of the day into tomorrow morning. It's, it's, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot there. Um, but no, I like, it didn't feel like smoke and mirrors either. He just played solid golf, he's hitting his irons well. He's doing what Tommy Fleetwood does well. Um, I thought he was going to – I was a little bit worried he was going to three-putt that on 18. Uh, that would have been very, very concerning. But, um, no, I just – I don't know. It's like he never gets off to a great start in these things, and and he's he's there now. So it's, uh, you know – I don't know. I'm, I'm just over the moon. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to bring, bring other people aboard, share the, share the good news. Hark. You know, I, I, I'll say it's, I mean, what a fun first day storyline, truly. Like I, the next three days are going to be so much fun for one reason or another. And so, yeah, for for that I'm very thankful for Tommy Ladd. What a what a day! Good on him. Sixty six. Justin Ray. Hell of a round. Justin Ray tweeted round. So Tommy opens with sixty six, the lowest opening round of his major championship career. Entering today, 
Since 2021, Fleetwood scored a par in majors by round. Round one, plus 15. Round okay. two, plus five. Round three, minus five. Round four, minus five. Hmm. So there you have and it. And with all the pressure that was on him here and everybody that everybody was lifting him up out there today. I, I can't wait to I can't wait to talk to our guest. Uh, to you know, to talk to talk to him about how people were treating him out there, the buzz that was going on around there. It's he's a conquering hero, man. He's the best. I, I am so excited for the next three days. Win, lose, draw, whatever. I just got to figure out how I'm going to celebrate this best because it's the process is a celebration, not just the result. The process is this a coronate? I don't know if you guys are familiar with the cliche. I it's. It's one of my favorites, and it's not mentioned very often. But and a lot of people a, attribute this to you, original, right. originally saying this. Exactly, and I can't remember if I was the first person to say this or not. But as it goes, you can't win on Thursday, but you can lose on Thursday. And TC, it sounds like it almost sounds like we're we're ready to crown him. Are we crowning Tommy Lad? You're gonna crown him, crown him. You know, we got people in the comments saying this is worse than TC's cam smith dunk fest last year well breaking news cam smith won the open championship people last people year. forget that and you know it's the open championship just like it's the amateur it's not the british amateur it's the amateur and tommy listen like randy to your point you can lose on thursday and tommy's done that way too many times you can also set up the backdoor top five on a thursday uh, you know, put yourself far enough back where you can't really win, but you can set that up. And he is he is leaning into it. Sixty six, majestic, majestic. I think one thing, if we can, you know, just get a, just a hair meta for a second for anybody listening at home, saying, "How does this Tommy round? How does this affect me? How does this affect my life?" <laughs> massive, massive W for just just you know, throwing sand in your opponent's eyes, right? And just see what happens. Like, I can't tell you how much more I was feeling today out of that 66, just because of the last two years of doing this podcast. So I think, you know, TC, as you know, have a take, don't suck, get in there, you know, put your name behind something. And, and, you know, days like this just get so, so, so much more. People fun. know what I believe in. <laughs> and, I, believe in I believe in Tommy. No one can Randy believe in. <laughs> you know, nobody knows what Solly believes in, except for the data. Solly lives in data. We don't know what else he believes in, you know, but All people right. know that I, I, I've been on the Tommy block through thick and thin through you guys. Just there hasn't been much. I think that's our whole thing. Yeah, just We're thin. looking for some thickness. Oh, it's been about that it's, just, it's just a little bit. Yeah, he's Mister Sixty Three. Two Sixty Threes in the final round, U.S. Opens. All right. Well, speaking of speaking of takes, let's uh, let's bring in our first guest. I think we might have a little rotating uh, rotating phone booth action. But I mentioned Max Homa was T seven out there. We had boots on the ground. We had some foot joint boots on the ground specifically, I believe. Neil is out on site at Hoylake, Royal Liverpool. Uh, and uh, doing some foot joy stuff this week. What was, you know, Neil, first of all, greetings. And second of all, just what was uh, what was the vibe today? What did you see? Greetings, gentlemen. It's always good to be with you. I've got to keep my voice down. I don't want to upset the chaps here in the media center. Uh, minding my P's and Q's. TC, congrats. Randy, you're talking about a coronation. I think it's more a potential graduation from lad to bloke. Hmm. Can Tommy make the jump? They Fans were rabid for Tommy Ladd. But can he become Tommy Bloke, I think, is what we're trying to find out. Um, and, Randy, congrats to you with Christo. I know he's a, a bit you. of a role model. Yes. Um, you know, it, it's cool to see 
uh, a guy well, like that move it. It's fun, Neil, if I may, it's fun to see kind of this generation of golfers who've grown up watching me play on YouTube. Sure. And now they are coming sure. to an age where they're starting to be factors in the biggest <laughs> tournaments in the world. That's fun. Uh, I did see Christo um, play 17. Uh, he is a unit. I can confirm. Uh, <laughs> extremely tall, very noticeable. Um, but no, the highlight of my day, uh, Randy, you know this. We love to pick a group, especially one that, you know, might not be the marquee matchup. And, uh, you know, go spend some time with them. Walk the course. Try to, try to embed with them. And so I have not seen Max play in a long time in person. And... Uh, you know, he's had some struggles in majors, so I wanted to see it for myself. Are we pressing? Are we too loose? Are we too tight? And I, I felt like they, he and Joe just had the magic today. It was a lot of fun to watch. I would say it was the definition of a comfy pairing. I think Colin mentioned something about, you know, how he was looking forward to playing with uh, Tyrrell and uh, Max in his press conference. And I would say that that was, that was candid feedback uh, because they were just yucking it up. Uh, especially on early in the back nine. So uh, it felt like the vibes, like, so they're playing behind Rory and Rom and, you know, they're sucking up all the oxygen. And so it was like the clouds parting as we're coming through, especially that stretch of 10 through 13, just fantastic setting out on the water. So I had a, uh, an ideal uh, jaunt through the dunes. Neil, you look so paranoid. It, like, it, <laughs> you, you look like one of those ASMR Instagram guys. Just Listen, there's a lot going on around me, so I just don't. I don't want to be rude. To uh, Neil know. looks like Neil, he looks like one of the British journalists. Like Huggins about to come up and beat the shit. I know. Who are you no, most scared of? Name names. Well, no, I, I, I've got an, I've got an uncomfortable chair, and uh, I, the bike's heavy. And listen, I've been sleeping in a fucking teepee for the past two nights. I'm a little run down, and I'm just. I got these noise canceling headphones on, so I just. Uh, I just, yeah, but I had a great day. So thank you for asking. <laughs> Fucking TV. You've been glamping. How's the glamping going? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's Spartan. Uh, I have a cot, which is sweet. We should mention uh, why you're, why you're there. Yeah. There's a sweet, there's a camping village across the street from the driving range. So it's very convenient. Put, put on by come and go as you please and, and put on by our friends. Uh, Are they carnies? Delightful. Uh, no, it does not smell like cabbage, but that's a great question. Uh, and oh. the hands are regular sized. So that's so good what, too. Uh, can you just give me a little insight on the camping village? I, we're going to get back to the open, but I, I do kind of need to know, like, the, just the vibe. Like, what's it like when you wake up in the morning? What's what's the scene? Absolute scenes over the um, night, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, they got there's like kind of a big wigwam where everybody kind of congregates and they've got some good beers on tap. Um, and uh, yeah, it, I mean, there's like 600 tents, like there's 1500 people like hanging out. And so yeah. it's actually been pretty like laid back because I kind of thought it was might turn into Firefest, um, but it hasn't. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really nice because it's, it's like literally five minutes from the course. So so that's great. I, you know, I'm, I got one more night. I'm, I'm, I'm probably ready to not sleep in a teepee. Sure. Um, but I will say this one shout out. I've been very critical of the food in England. They have a food truck like five or six food trucks phenomenal phenomenal food trucks so i just want to give a shout out i know i've been critical of that in the past uh that's, that's here across the pond uh neil so, what was yeah. it what, what was your favorite thing you saw today uh tyrell hatton almost killed a bird on 10 t uh off like <laughs> it was his driver, straight up pants. like yeah like like every like 70 yards out these birds were just like hanging out and i swear to god it whizzed right by 
one of them and you could have brought the nuts. bird back to the uh back to the campsite it was, it was incredible <laughs> uh, on the campfire on a yeah probably could have uh i think listen we'll get into the camping stuff this weekend when i get back and i can kind of sure. project reflect reflect on my time and and uh yeah and, and you know just be just be a little bit be better. the kid um yeah yeah um no, the two things. One, uh, Max's putting was excellent today. I thought he really rolled the rock, and uh, it was great to see him. He and Joe getting their process. They 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 both felt like they were having a good time, so that's always fun to see. Um, they were he was getting Maxie a lot. People were calling him a you know sexy meatball. A lot of a lot of chatter. The the, the, uh, <laughs> the chaps love Max, and they love Tyrrell too. So. There's a lot of a uh, lot of juice for both of those guys. Seeing see you know, Max in, in this setting these days is it's kind of like when you go to Iration concert, right? And you see Poosh, you're like, oh my, this guy's like a rock star. Yes, people well love said. this guy. That's that's cra- that's crazy. I thought he was just a dork in our group text. Well said. I, I would. I also want to give a shout out to the uh, English fans. They're they're tremendous. Like everybody's locked into the golf, and uh, you know, not a lot of post shot shouting. It just feels like it's a worthy pursuit like everybody's out there to like focus they want to be like additive to the action there's almost like a scale of like uh how well how loud they clap like if it's 20 feet it's like oh that's a 20 foot clap if it's to five feet you know it's it's even better so i think uh they deserve all the credit they uh they usually get but i just wanted to say see that seeing that in person was great i I believe they were compared to the st louis cardinals fans on the broadcast today oh best fans in Mm -hmm. baseball yeah Really? Well, listen, guys. I don't want to. I don't want to take up any more time. I want to bring in the, the <laughs> Neil's next guest. Get out of the, to get out. Neil's hey, get out of the I just, just got to ask you one, 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 one thing. Did you notice there was a photo going around about uh, Max writing some letters on his glove? I know that's something that you've done in the past, writing fucking tempo on your driver. <laughs> Did you guys find any community there? Is that something that came from you? Is that something you noticed? Did you talk to him about that at all? I, you know, I did not have a chance to ask him about it. Uh, I was trying to stay. You know, I didn't want to get get in his flow at all, but I, I don't know what those letters stand for. But I, I'd be curious. Uh, it to find it out. was NFG, which many people have no, said non non fungible no glove, but I, I'm gonna guess it was probably no fucks given. But I, I could be could be wrong about that. I felt like he was playing that way. He played pretty loose. I, I didn't love the, the uh, TIO relief on 18. It was um, so scummy. But listen, you can't miss right there. I saw. Ricky hit two OB on 18. The, I want to say, I, I know you guys have probably talked a lot about this. The internal OB is fucking sweet. It is, like I saw Morikawa hit one out on three, you know, hit one right. It's awesome. It's just like, oh, see ya, drop another one. Sorry. <laughs> just dictates like the strategy. Three and 18 are very stressful holes. So something to watch. I, I'm, I'm weighing on the uh, internal OB. All right, well, Neil, we will uh, let you get out of here. Thank you for joining Electric Drop-In. Uh, enjoy the last night at the campsite. Say hi to all the, the fellow campers. Uh, let us know if, if we can do anything to make you stay more comfortable. Thanks for having me, fellas. I'll see you on the other side. All right. Uh, guys, should we talk about some odds? Yeah. We should. I, all, I just want to say again, like it looked like, like one of our grouchy British journalist friends was standing over the camera staring at like glaring at neil with a knife in his hand or something 
was a pretty pretty outstanding uh, drop in from Neil. I would say if uh, you know if you're listening to this on the podcast feed, it might be worth going to check that part out on the on the YouTube video where these are also available. Uh, let's get into some odds, shall we? Uh, Randy, who do you think the tournament favorite is right now? Plus six hundred. These are of course brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook. It's got to be the lad, right? It is Tommy the lad plus six hundred. Uh, we have after that Scott Scheffler plus six fifty. What did I don't even? I kind of what? fell out of it. What did he even shoot today? I thought he was a minus one. Was one seventy. That's a lot of respect from the odds makers there, especially when his putting looked like shit. He is plus six fifty, which you know his puttings looked like shit for a while, and he continues to finish third. Uh, next up after that plus nine fifty is Roderick McElroy, who I'm sure we'll get to. In a second, after that, plus 1,600, Jordan Spieth. Plus 1,600, Brian Harmon. Must credit the NLU preview podcast. Sally and I tried to warn you guys that that was coming. Harmon's always doing stuff. You guys know that. <laughs> yes. Uh, and we might need to, Tron, I know this is going to catch your your fancy, but we might need to have a Brian Harmon for Ryder Cup conversation at some point. Put that on the agenda. He made Ricky cry one people, year at, at NCAAs, people, right? People absolutely forget that. People absolutely forget that. Uh, after that, Brooks Kepka plus 1800. And then we have our U.S. Open champion, Wyndham Clark plus 1800. Uh, anything sticking out there, guys, from, from the odds, courtesy of DK here? One of the guys that's not on there that uh, I think um, Emiliano Grillo, we haven't mentioned him yet. He's tied for the lead. Plus 2200. I did mention him. That's why I said all those names up front. That okay. was a legal loophole. I got you. I got you. Uh, I don't know. He's just, he seems to be a little bit like our, our guy, Andres Romero. Of yesteryear, mm. Randy. I love uh, Argentinian Mamba. Yeah, just like makes a ton of birdies and doesn't really even putt well. Just hits the shit out of the ball. He just hits his irons so well. Uh, I would like to see him on this list. I thought Wyndham Clark showed me something today. Minus Absolutely. three for him. Um, you know, disappointing. Like it's kind of weird not to, to not see Max on there in the top. Top six or seven. Yeah, guys. he's uh, he's the next guy. He's plus two thousand right okay. after after Wyndham Clark. Okay. Um, it's it's a, an immense amount of respect for Rory. Still, I believe that's that's another big takeaway that I have. Agree with that. Uh, well, guys, this uh, as I mentioned, these odds are brought to you by our partners, the DraftKings Sportsbook. DraftKings offers nearly endless ways to get in on all the golf betting action. Be sure to check them out. Get some skin in the game, Randy. I got a report. You maybe had some skin in the game this week. Could you confirm I, I, that? I can confirm. You know, out here in Colorado, I'm I am free to place bets, courtesy of DraftKings, my my preferred betting partner, and uh, made a little personal wager on the Links Master Jordo Spieth, which wow, um, that just a little to, something to feel alive. Uh, yeah, just wanted to sweat this weekend. You know, I'm going to be watching a lot of golf. Would would love to get that heart rate up from time to time. Well, if any of those odds are catching your fancy, please uh, follow Randy's lead and place those bets with the DraftKings Sportsbook. Should we bring in our, our next guest? Same microphone, yeah. probably less <laughs> crippling fear of those around him. It's KVV. Uh, Kevin, greetings. Hello. Uh, welcome to the show. Hello. Hello, lads. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I think that was partially my fault because I was like, Neil, you're in the media center. You need to be oh, respectful be cool. of other people. Can you? I just don't want you like a, you know be, get attacked by some random. Don't British fuck journalist. this up for me, all right? Neil? And I, yeah, I think I maybe convinced him to be a little bit too somber and quiet. So he looks like uh, one of those Instagram guys that has the little mini mic that uh, <laughs> you know they're they're speaking into. 
those uh, wildlife show hosts. We're here to stalk in our prey. <laughs> it's the most incredible beasts that we're seeing up here. Uh, yeah. So anyway, thanks for all the people in the chat talking shit and saying that uh, like, like KV is looking a little better because my name was up on the screen when Neil was talking. <laughs> so I don't know if you guys noticed that, but I, I hear you. I see you people. You know, are you uh, are you sleeping in a tent this week? God no. Uh, one of uh, one of the things that Neil made most clear was like, hey Kev, like you go ahead and get your Airbnb. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take one for the team and do the tent life. So I've visited the tent several times. Uh, I've smelled the inside of the tent. It's fine, you know. Uh, I'm so in our, on the tent. I've always wanted to do that since Food Choice. Yeah, does Neil that. have a tent mate, or is Neil alone in the tent? He does yeah. Our hitter Patty uh, is <laughs> oh, in nice. the tent with him. Yeah, they're sharing so, the tent. Yeah. Oh yeah. God, that's There's, phenomenal. Look, you can't get your own tent, DJ. This is ridiculous. <laughs> That's great. I mean, that would be it? so posh of Neil. We might need yeah. to get Patty on the show Saturday just to debrief say. and follow Neil around. Uh, we were grilling Patty pretty good about English food today, and he was defending it. You know, with all the roasts and such. We were we were kind of like, man, this is a lot of mush that you guys make. And and Patty was very. I don't want to say he was insulted, but he was definitely sticking up for his country's cuisine. So if you're, yeah, if you get down with just dry, unseasoned roasts, it's it's definitely the place for yeah. you. But we don't have to relitigate that. Uh, KBV, you followed uh, the Rictator around today. Is that accurate? I did. I did. What, what was your uh, takeaways thought, from following Ricky Fowler? Man, it was going great for a little while there. Uh, our uh, the man had it taken it deep. He made a great birdie on 17, uh, and so I I kind of thought. Uh, after he just made a, a birdie on uh, 15, I was like, guy's got it to two under. Like, you know, he can, he striped the ball uh, with the driver. It was like right in the middle of the fairway on 18. Had to wait a long time for, you know, things to clean up down there. And then just in one of the more surreal scenes that I think I've ever uh, witnessed in person, pump two, like right down the uh, OB line. Uh, the, uh, the marshal gave like the big, like, wave the hands like like umpires do in america when they say it's safe and i was like oh he's, he's good and no apparently in england that means you're fucked so <laughs> he he kind of quickly knew he reloaded pumped another one out of bounds uh and to his credit I, at that point i would have been like well i'm just gonna bunt a nine iron down there but he was like well I, I gotta hit the shot that i gotta hit and striped it uh perfect shot trickled right through the right between the bunkers like he was intended and then lagged butt in for an eight so uh i mean credit to him for basically like tin cupping it uh until uh it was gonna i hear this was not on television is that accurate uh that it was uh, not eventually at, at eventually long okay. last. yeah you know like a couple hours later but yeah oh cool. uh, uh, hit it. it was like 15 yeah. minutes later but yeah. still that <laughs> it was especially jarring because he, he birdied 17 as well yeah like, great of great a, shot nice in there there yeah i'll tell you what when he walked out of the the uh, grandstands or see, you walk through the tunnel to get to 17 and the whole crowd like erupted. It was like a, when a guy makes an appearance in a play who's like a famous person, like, oh, it's Lynn Manuel Miranda. <laughs> and like the whole crowd starts cheering. Uh, so that was kind of a cool thing to sort of be there for. Um, Ricky was, you know, noshing on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Uh, Might have been peanut butter and banana, not clear. Can't, oh, can't de favorite. definitively mm -hmm. report. But man, I, I just felt like Rick would be someone who was fun to follow because uh, the vibes are so good here from 2014 and, and he had it going. And then kind of the, disastrous thing i gotta say and this is the point of my story because i wrote this about rick uh i think it just posted we just tweeted it out absolutely like stone cold killer in terms of like not even flinching no no like slapping the thigh no you know whipping the club around not even a grimace just basically like well i uh, just hit another one out of bounds guess i'll try a third time uh which was amazing to me so
that's kind of his kind of his superpower like mm-hmm. just how even keel he is by the way I, I don't know if you guys can hear the blue angels flying over my house milwaukee uh air show starts tomorrow so it's a hectic live show today yeah, uh, yeah truly the windows are rattling yeah. not not a good time for that but uh is this the time to talk uh in course ob at, at Hoy Lake yeah. and how we feel about it randy what's, so. what's your what's your takeaway on on that I mean, you tell me what you think my takeaway is. I think you think that it's it's sick, it's awesome, it should be celebrated. Now, exactly, I, I, I more of that, it. Give me more. Well, of I would, it. I, so, so I would caution you there, Randy. I don't think we can abuse it, right? I think it could be, you know, like I didn't love it at Hoylake, but I love it here because it doesn't feel arbitrary or what it doesn't feel. This is Hoylake, or sorry, at uh, Port Rush. Sorry, my my brain's still scrambled from the <laughs> from the. Uh, Oh, sorry, I have my rankings upside down. Hold on, hold on one second. <laughs> uh, I love it. I like uh, on the third hole here. It's fantastic. It's brilliant on eighteen. It's just it's the one thing that can actually scare these guys. Even water hazards don't scare these guys because they could just get to drop right there and then they can hit their next shot to the green and try to get up and down. Whereas like stroke and distance is it's like the death penalty. For so these it, guys. I I have never been here, but f- from watching on tv i'm trying to gather is it basically like the par 5 version of the road hole at st andrews like you can hug the ob yeah. to try to hit the fairway or you can blow it 60 miles left you're just going to be in the I'm shit or how, shot a little bit like that what's, what's the setup like there i would say not exactly i'd say it it honestly just like runs right along the side i don't think there's any real advantage to like not on 18 anyway i think on 3 yes uh you, you're cutting off that corner is that trend is that accurate uh, on three yeah i mean on three like yeah. if you if you fade one in there and you lose it right like yeah you're you know it's tr- it truly forces a decision i feel like on 18 there's so yeah. much different stuff going on with it mm-hmm. that it's it's a different factor on every single shot it's just this extra variable you have to consider i mean it's it's definitely scary like you can see how close it is it's you know the, the big mound of uh, you know whatever it is kind of it's not gorse but it's like just wispy rough like runs right along there and it's i think that i heard someone say that if you stand on the edge of the green the right edge of the green if you're facing the green 10 yards right is out of bounds like it's not it's not 15 it's 10 yards and so that definitely scares like I, that's why you see guys like bailing left or hitting it that's why like rory and and john hit it in those bunkers because you know it is it's right as Tron said it's a death penalty over there and it's also kind of, you know, where I think we're getting, I, I know it's always like this and it plays like this for the members and is usually the practice area. And it's, it's played like this for a very, very long time. But when it comes to pro golf, it's also kind of, Hey man, if we're not going to do anything about the golf ball, if we're not going to roll it back, if we're not going to make it spin more, if we're not going to do any of these things, then like, yeah, I, th- you've left me no choice. My, my guys, it's going to be stroke and distance. I don't know what else to tell you. Is that how you guys feel? That's Randy? exactly how I feel. DJ. <laughs> yes. Define the golf course. It, yeah. it's 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 a tool in the toolkit to make it more difficult for the pros and i am here for that as i'll you say this know. too you know who didn't bitch about it, it was ricky fowler he was yeah. like yeah that's just kind of what blinks golf is like it's it's he's like it's not like they just put that up there like that's been there for 100 years like that's part of the course and they we know it's there and you have to you know hit a good well, shot so it's like a great example of like we bitch about it all the time when sometimes these places play seemingly easier when you know the pros show up because they get tio everywhere and all this stuff where like it's one of those examples where that's where the range normally is for the members yeah. and it is normally out of bounds and so in my opinion it should still be out of bounds for the tournament and there's these raised berms 
there or cops i you know they're called and uh back the blue i know i know randy's a big back the blue guy and uh you know it's a lot of people it's, look at a defund ob as well <laughs> and it's it's very much like hey like this is these, these things make sense there it's it, it's part of the course it's, like you said it's been part of the course for 100 plus years and and hopefully it continues being part of the course i would i would like to attest i did play hoy lake in 2017 with solly and i hated at ob there and i had to, had to solly like a true golf did dad. you handle it like ricky fowler yeah, yeah no not so much uh, <laughs> like like a true golf dad i think i had to walk back to the tee uh, to get another so yeah it was like right on the border but uh kev any other big takeaways before we we get you out of here uh, you said your piece just filed uh yeah people can go read that at, at your um, pleasure. yeah you know rory i was i snuck over there for rory real quick uh seemed quite relieved uh basically he was like man these effing bunkers uh as he said hello as he was zooming into his press availability i mean he he felt like you know if i shoot something in the 60s i'm totally fine tomorrow uh hopefully you know that conditions are a little bit similar to tomorrow where you get a little more wind in the afternoon i think uh solly was telling us it's a shot harder in the afternoon uh close to it anyway um so you know he's all right max uh was looking pretty pretty psyched when he came through uh his press availability it feels like uh you know a couple guys are in good shape rom less psyched uh and also like i we talked a little bit you know just watched a little bit of jt I, i'm gonna leave that one to you guys to sort of talk further but it just really Man, not 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 great. It's not, uh, tight. It's a, not tight right now. <laughs> a lot of things are are not functioning uh, right. So, yeah. Uh, here, here. We, might to, we might need to put an investigative reporter out there tomorrow yeah. to go follow JT around and find out what the hell's going on. I'll, I'll see if I can find one. I'll see if Neil's ready for that. I don't know. We'll see. Question for you. Um, yeah. Stu Sink had some thoughts. First of all, I don't think it's unfinished business at this course for you saying this is british open feels like he's finished more business than he it's true than he, yeah than he should nobody's even gonna remember right. what that's from i don't know why we keep saying that uh <laughs> but but Stu sink uh i guess he had some travel issues on mm, the way over he, he then he then said you know i, I can't really tell you what happened this because is the disgusting name on the... by tc by the way this is <laughs> yeah. disgusting i got my name, finger the name on and the, i got our finger on the button here we're, we're not gonna uh, yeah. break was, was uh you, you know they were at fault close, so coach. i can't really talk about it uh, KVV, you had some some travel issues of your own. Wanted to give you the floor. Yeah, pretty. Uh, so I, I like many golf people do. I brought my golf clubs uh, over uh, to the the motherland here. They never arrived. They, in fact, they never left JFK despite a two hour uh, layover in JFK. And they canceled Baltimore. your flight the day before. They they canceled my flight before. Uh, just really frustrating. At this point, they're lying to me about. Uh, they keep saying, oh, your, your clubs are on the flight. It'll be there tomorrow. I know that's a lie because I have an air tag in them. I can see them freaking sitting on the freaking terminal at the number four terminal at JFK. So if there's any like Virgin Atlantic employee or Delta employee who wants to walk over there and pull my clubs out, at least give me a holler. I'll be, I would I'll, unlimited credit in the nlu pro shop sorry randy had i'm just i'm furious no, at this point we can't we can't say unlimited like a, a big a big credit but not a big unlimited. credit we can't I did. we can't make a verbal contract okay. we, we could have like an erica herman situation here With, where... withdrawn <laughs> i did get to play royal burkdale last night thanks to some some incredibly kind uh members uh you know uh so shout out uh my boys for doing that uh it, it was awesome playing it with Reynolds not ideal but you know did play with titleists uh did did roll the rock pretty well so 
you but enough about have. enough about me here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I think we got one of those travel employees on the line here. Yeah, We're yeah. gonna need to get you. Well, KBV, uh, I will turn up the heat. I'll turn up the Thank heat. I, I'm you, standing, PC. standing down, and standing by for when you need me. Okay. <laughs> if you get over to Burkdale again, you should get one of those haircuts, KBV. That Spieth got. I should. I should. There's a. Uh, I mean. Who knows? Could be could be a good look for me. I got like you know a Patagonia vest and a shaved head. Like that's a it's a very like tough guy English look. That could work out great for me. I will say one thing I forgot to say in my Ricky thing. Uh, a fan called him a coward today. Heckled him from the crowd. Uh, Rick said that was the first time he'd ever been uh, heckled uh, like that. Uh, he basically it had to do with his decision to not invest in Leeds United. Uh, <laughs> Which, which, which I think you know, Spieth and JT did, right? Yeah, I think he was originally yes, part of the Shani. collective. Yeah. Do you think Shani, TC? Do you right? think that Rick, Ricky knew that Shani was involved, or was there any you know confusion that should be? Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I I would like to know more about his reasoning why. Like I know the the Niners cap guru and president of football operations, Parag Marath, mm-hmm. who Push and I are a massive fan of. He's sure. he's yeah. going to be in charge of leads as well. So he would be in good hands if he did invest. All okay. right. Well, a trap draw has officially broken out, so we're gonna we're gonna get some I'll of the say, cops from the 18th hole to uh, to really you know put the contain back up and try to rein this thing in. Randy, Ricky's never been that comfortable uh, with leads or investing in. Leads, ah, so I'm not oh, sure how much. Ooh, that's well done. That's actually uh, pretty good. There, I, uh, quick, KVV, quick quick question for you before we yes. get you out of here. Is there is there a scenario in which Ricky finishes with a better career than JT? at this point uh that's a that's a great question a better career i mean those are that's two majors to zero i think well it's like one and a half because quail hall is like a half okay i really got half from the players (laughs) yeah that's true so he's really only down one major that's interesting if they could flip that switch at any moment retroactive that's true yeah listen i think that there's a good chance that rick's ages better uh, that he hasn't really had any injury stuff going on. Uh, he seems to have figured out the putting, whereas JT seems quite lost with the putter at this moment. But I think that JT's got such a lead in like terms of you know victories uh, and a really great Ryder Cup record that uh, Ricky doesn't have. So uh, I'm going to disappoint you and say no. I don't think that scenario is possible. Uh, but you know they're buds; like they can share you know share in the in the joy together. <laughs> Okay. let's uh it might be time for the jt conversation so kvv we're gonna okay. we're gonna cut you loose go enjoy the rest of the uh the british evening over there thanks for popping in and we you will bet. uh we'll probably hear from you tomorrow neil has promised me a fun evening in the tent village so that's Hell yeah. uh, that's my plan i'll report back a tomorrow those, a couple of those dead birds on the campfire for, <laughs> for him neil's gonna fire up the peace pipe <laughs> <laughs> count me in randy count me in <laughs> all right kev thanks for popping in randy before we move any further i have one question for you please did you know that we have our own rangefinder carrying case now thanks to our friends at precision pro i found out i did know this uh i just received mine and it looks awesome it does it, it i put it on the bag yeah it's a great way to customize your precision pro nx10 rangefinder with your favorite nlu designs rep the pod on the course head to precision pro golf dot com slash nlu use code no laying up you're gonna remember that code randy no laying up to save Got twenty dollars on your rangefinder and case you know this guys we've been using the nx10 for almost a year rangefinder is a tank i can i can absolutely uh 
attest to that thing. Like I'm, I'm rocking through in this Wisconsin golf marathon, taking all these like bumpy cart paths, things falling off and getting run over. It just doesn't even phase the NX 10. It's just, it's a complete tank. That's exactly the word locks on the target quick, uh, has all kinds of additional features, slope switch, HD optics, magnetic cart mount, make the NX 10 your go-to choice on the course. Don't wait, go to precision pro golf dot com slash nlu and save twenty dollars uh with your nlu rangefinder and carrying case by using promo code no laying up uh tc you want to talk about the golf course or you want to talk about jt uh let's talk about jt just to keep us on subject and then we'll go to the golf course all right what are your uh what are your initial thoughts from kind of what we have seen not only here but also at lacc i believe yeah. 81 82 his last two major rounds do i have that right i think so it's um I don't know, like MC, T58, MC, MC this year in the majors. It's tough. It's uh, it's really, like, you don't want to sit here and dump on the guy, right? But it, there's mul- there's been multiple rounds in the 80s this in 2023 in the majors. Um, this is a Justin Ray tweet. Sandy Lyle, Sean McKeel, Chris Sanger, a PGA Club Pro, and Justin Thomas. And we're just supposed to automatically give this guy a spot on the Ryder cup team. Well, I think it's two different questions, right? I think number one is what's going on, which uh, we can yeah. speculate at ad nauseum. And number two is probably the Ryder cup conversation. Right. And so I think when it comes to number one, like what's going on, I have a lot of whiffs. I, I know the, the basement seems to be a lot lower than what we saw with Spieth, but it feels a little bit like what we went through with Spieth, right. When he was going through, Swing changes. He was going through injuries. He looked totally lost. He's doing all kinds of dumb rehearsals. He's trying to get better, trying to get better, trying to get better. I think it just happens, right? Like these these periods seem like out of body experiences. And I'm sure that's how it feels to him now. But also, just I, I, it's weird. I think the thing about someone like JT is I don't think he's who he is because he's like some golf robot that has the most repeatable golf swing ever, and you know he flushes it right out of the middle every time i think he's who he is because he's like an unbelievable golf mind similar to spieth right and they're they're both just like freaks as far as getting the ball in the hole and that's where i'm kind of like dude i don't think it's it's almost like a yip type thing i don't all the yeah. calls for like is he done what's going on is like you can put those like on the record if you want but i think we're gonna have to revisit those in in a year and i'll be clear too silly. like i don't think he's like done I think he'll be back. I think he's, you know, I think he's a good player. I think he's a great player, right? But it's like, I think looking at the stats, he gained strokes and approach today, but it seems like it's one of those things where when he loses it with the driver and, or he, or he loses it with the putter, he's just pressing. Yeah. And, you know, everything else gets out of whack and it kind of compounds itself. And then this is the kind of golf course too, where, you know, once you lose a little bit of momentum, you know, you get on your heels a little bit and you're, and you're trying to press and you're trying to get back in it. And it's just going to, it's going to exacerbate things and you're going to get up against, you know, the lip of a bunker or, you know, you know, you're pitching out backwards before you know it. And then, you know, and then, and then you get caught with your hand in the cookie jar on one of the par threes or, you know, it's just, it's, uh, it's gotta be frustrating. I feel for the guy. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's probably not as bad of a round of golf as the score makes it look. Like he made a nine on 18. Um, that's going to add up. Yeah, that's, that's going to, which was going to kind of put an exclamation point on things. But it, it, I like 
on the website, I will say it, it's wild. They've got that kind of scatter plot graph there. And I think we lost DJ. Uh, they got Man that. down. Man <laughs> down. Uh, he, he, he bounced in solidarity with JT. Uh, <laughs> they've got that scatter plot graph on, on the site. And he legitimately, like, like his looks like a, a tiny, tiny little, little, like, wedge. Whereas, like, you know, everybody else's looks like these crazy trapezoids that's, you know, coming out of the center and all that. His, his looks like just the tiniest little, like, wedge of cheese <laughs> i dropped out for a second there tc i have absolutely no <laughs> idea what you're talking about talking about those scatter plots they've got on oh the site, yeah, yeah the stats know? page yeah. Yeah. yeah the strokes gained randy any any takeaways from what we've seen from him the last couple of months no just that he's a guy that i don't know i feel like we've not to this extent necessarily 81 82 I, I feel like this is a new rock bottom but i think he's a guy we've talked about in the past just wondering you know he, he he certainly has peaks and valleys in his game so I, I don't think this is out of nowhere or completely without precedent and yeah i he's just never someone i quite trust in the big moments which is a weird thing to say for a guy who's won two pgas and been a great rider cupper um I, I don't have any answers. This is, I guess, is me saying, I, I don't know. It's it's really fascinating. It's not exactly fun to watch, but I do think there's a, it, it's fun when, I think so, I'm speaking personally. I, I think it's fun when these world-class guys get a little adversity because I think seeing how they react and how they come back and how long it takes them to come back, there's there's some genuine interest there. So, I think it'll be really curious what we see out of JT the rest of the year and then, you know, as much of an offseason as he has and going into 2024 because I, I thought once Bones came on the bag, we were potentially going to see him really take it to a new level. And I, I know he did win the PGA in Tulsa a couple of years ago, but um, I, I, he just has not quite lived up to the expectations, in my opinion. And that's where I think this, again, it's all speculation, but like the, there's little things to pick at, right? Just like there was with Spieth and how many people were talking about, oh, he needs to get rid of Cam McCormick and he needs to change this and he needs to do this and blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I think all those same questions are justified with JT, right? I, I think he, as far as I know, still mostly works with his dad on his golf swing. Is it, does he need to do something fresh? I have no idea. I don't know what that relationship is like or how he best works or any of that stuff. I just know that, I, I don't know. I think, not being confident that he's going to figure it out and get it back is, is taking like a pretty short view of how these careers tend to go. I mean, Spieth looked pretty fucking dark totally. uh, a couple of years ago and I would not want to, uh, you know, reread some of the stuff we said about him on the podcast uh, during those times, but also like what it was totally normal to see him go ball out at a major championship today. Right. That's just kind of the, the way it goes. They, they make their way back. But I think the much more interesting conversation because it involves a lot of other people is what do we do with the Ryder cup? And that's TC. I know where you're chomping at the bit to, to weigh in. Well, yeah. I mean, I think with JT too, it's not like it's just one thing either. Like the puttings has been, and probably always will be an issue. It's just that it's compounded with other stuff. Whereas I don't know, it's, it's, it's always more frustrating when you can't really deduce what it is um, when it feels like a different thing every week or, or, you know, it's, it's not one thing, but also like this guy shot 
64-62 back-to-back days at the Travelers a couple months, like like a month ago, right? Like it's still, he's still a good player. He's still a great player. But I do think like it's it's laughable to me that like he should be on the Ryder Cup team if the guy like made a made one cut in a major this year, emceed the rest of them, and uh, you know it just it just it flies in the face of all the task force stuff and all the you know all the other stuff, all the strokes gained data that Solly's always pushing out and all this and that. And it's like man, like I think at some point like other guys have earned a shot, right? I don't know. Randy, where where are you at? I, from where I sit, it's like, I I don't think anybody with, with how deep us men's golf is right now. I don't think anybody necessarily has to have a spot on the Ryder cup team. So for me, it's like, yeah, why if, you know, Solly's been telling us for years, how good and deep the roster of potential Ryder Cuppers is, then yeah, let's let's see somebody new. I, I don't think it's the end of the world if JT's not on the Ryder Cup. And make I, him an ass captain, right? Right. Like, you know, I think the I think for me the more concerning thing is like I want to see a player like JT play well in, in in the Open Championship. Like that's the most confounding part to me is like yeah. this this would seem to suit the style of golf that he plays and the creativity in. Like I would consider JT a real golfer, you know, he's a, exactly. he's a pitcher, not a thrower. Like, you know, I mean, that is a massive compliment and like, it's, it's, we're not seeing that out of him in his career and he needs to unlock something there. I think as, as somebody who, you know, I kind of root for the U S team, they've, they've been unlikable for a very long time. I think it's, it's getting a lot better with some of the uh, newer names that are, are on the U S team now, like but Keegan Keegan's going to be on the team. This yeah. Year. I think it's things like likable. that. I think Brian Harmon would help um, a lot of those guys, <laughs> but no, I think that uh, as somebody who's, I guess, pretty ambivalent towards like the, or indifferent, I should say towards like the result of the Ryder cup, man having jt there is like sign me up as the most interesting possible thing makes every session infinitely more interesting if jt can't crack an egg go in there and they pick him and someone sticks their neck out to have him on the team because you just yeah i mean solly said this a bunch too but like it could totally be a sergio moment right where sergio sucked and they put him on the Ryder cup team and he was still the same killer that he always is and he just found it when he was there i mean that that to me tc is like you know, you throw no love lost, throw the records out type of type of yeah. stuff that I actually kind of love. So I, I don't know. I, I think I'm rooting for him to be on the team just because I think it'd be way more interesting. But yeah, if you're going like saber metrics, it's like, yeah, that, that's where like, that, we're that all, probably like, doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like, I'm always that guy who like, let's throw all that shit out and just put guys that we want to put on the team. But some of the same people that typically vilify me and Randy for making those arguments the haters are now losers. saying, yeah, are now saying that, oh, yeah, like JT's a no-brainer to put on the team. It's like, wait, you I, I can't was gonna, talk out of both sides of your mouth. Yeah, that was my Mickelson rationale yeah. for years. was like, if, if you want the most entertaining, interesting Ryder Cup, then yeah. take Mickelson. So I, I support that. If if you want JT for the same reasons, I cannot argue that. But Indeed, like, I definitely hear you. Like, you know, you, you toss the balls out there in, in, in match play, especially in all shot, and like, you know, it's t- it's like a series of of like one shot competitions almost. Right. Like you got to summon something, it, and you're not in the a groove. very small sample size. Yeah, yeah. Whereas you know, it's much different than stroke play and all the patterns and trends and and 
habits that you've developed there, it can kind of jolt you out of that in a good way. So, all right, well let's uh, let's move on. I'm a, I prepared a little game for you guys. Okay, mm, we're gonna oh we're gonna do gosh. a little a little guess guess who said it. We'll do that. I pulled a bunch of quotes, and uh, I'm gonna read the quotes. You guys uh, guess who said them, and then we will kind of you know. Well, maybe it'll it'll lead to some other talking points. God, there's another fucking blue angel just rocked my house. Are these are these all golfers or are these coming from anywhere? Uh these these people are all golfers. Okay. Yeah. So let's start with the first one. Uh quote. I'm feeling really intense, powerful feelings. I feel truly alive. <laughs> Who said it, Randy? My guy TC. <laughs> that's that's a quote from Tron Carter from the internal <laughs> Slack today regarding the uh, Tommy Fleetwood sixty six. Just one of one of the most joyful Slack messages I've ever I've ever seen. Just every word chosen so carefully to just maximize the impact of that message. Truly one of my favorite messages ever, Tron. I, I'm trying to figure out what I should do. Like, do I do I you know I may go see a movie tomorrow morning. Oppenheimer uh, comes out tomorrow and Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Double uh, feed. And then, you know, from there, like, do I, do I go to the beach on Saturday morning? I think I, I should probably buy a flight now. Well, that's what I was going to say. Do you, will you as a Tommy fan commit to flying to England? <laughs> that's what I think a lot of people are asking. So up until yesterday, my decision was made for me because my, my passport had expired like, uh, like maybe three weeks ago. And I had, I had applied for reinstatement like back after I got back from Scotland in, in early May. But we've got like a bunch of people on Homeland Security that know how important this is and to I you. And I just got it in the mail <laughs> yesterday. Uh, ahead of schedule, actually. I was shocked. Um, but, man, yeah. So, you know, the option is on the table. I think I, I should, uh, you know, God. it's either that or have a massive, massive festival in my backyard and. <laughs> And invite a bunch of people because, like, I like I need to do something. I can't just sit around all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And like, like, there's a there's a direct flight from Orlando to Ma to Manchester that I could hop on, <laughs> or <laughs> or I could fly to Frankfurt or Munich on Lufthansa and then sure. fly back to to uh, Liverpool. Of course. Can, can you imagine? You God, I wish I could like do justice to illustrate the upside and downside of that plan. <laughs> Of, of you arriving on a an overnight flight in Manchester to see Tommy like bogey the first four and just feel like the <laughs> biggest chode in the world and the upside of of everything that could happen if he actually went out and won and, and just turned into an all-time day. That's God, the, the TC, ball is in your court, TC. You got a TC, chance to do something pretty epic. TC crotch chopping on the 18th <laughs> after Tommy wins. Running be... on the trophy ceremony like the jungle bird. <laughs> I don't think I can even get a dreams. media. Like I can't get a media pass because I'm I'm clearly rooting for somebody. No, you're gonna right? have to storm the castle. I know, I know. It's take it's matters into your own hands. Yeah, you know, maybe I can talk to some of my my member friends and get some clubhouse passes, and you know, it'll TC. be like Tom, it'll be like Tommy and Sally and I in uh, in uh, Abu Dhabi back in the day when Finno and Tommy we were partying up in the Eagle up top. God, un TC, unreal. if you leave tomorrow, you could maybe go through Singapore. That's true. I could. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's uh, let's move on. There's another quote. Uh, There's a lot of dog legs that kind of suck you into the pot bunkers. Almost. I could go out there and play a lot more defensive, but that's not how I play golf. Hmm. Mm. A, a big boy. Rom? 
an aggressive boy. Definitely a big boy. Shane uh, Lowry? Good guess. That is a good guess. I don't know if he's physically big. He's just kind of big in, in you know, stature and myth. Was that a Roderick? Big shot, Bob McIntyre. He wants the ball, and he's going to score. He's going to be hitting drivers everywhere. But it does lead me to a quote that I I tweeted from Shane Lowry. I'm paraphrasing because I don't have it in front of me. But he was talking about uh, Hoylake and was basically like – he summed up golf in like three sentences to me, or at least like what I think golf should be, which is like, man, if you you don't hit driver, you got to lay way back, and then you're just playing for pars. But if you do hit driver – you might hit one of these bunkers and it's like a one shot penalty. Like, I don't really know what to do. It's like, yeah, man, that's, that's it. That's the whole thing. That's what we're looking for every week. And we, we finally got it. It's just, I think spoke to how awesome of a setup this is. That's why it's and, and- such a fascinating like thing for kind of the weekend too. Where like, I mean, like Tommy, for instance, Tommy laid way back off the tee on a lot of holes today. Does he yeah. keep that strategy going or does he, force it off the tee come Sunday feeling like, all right, I got to put it in gears. So I go out and get this thing. And I think it makes sense for someone like, you know, to, to look at through the lens of someone like Rory too, right? If he yeah. gets the driver going and if he turns that into like a massive weapon, it's all of a sudden something on this golf course, almost like more than any others that like nobody can definitely yeah. nobody can keep up with. Right. But it's so fun to just think about that idea of like, yeah, dude, play super safe, play major championship golf, lay it way back. But like you're going to have to lay it back so much farther than you would at normal golf courses. Uh, Bob McIntyre was talking about how he wanted to hit a lot of three woods. He's like, yes, seemingly like that would be safer. But three wood just brings like all the trouble in and it just makes it like really dangerous to hit any of these bunkers. So you either got to like try to fly them with driver and take on a huge risk or just lay so far back that it just makes par like a really good score. It's just such a cool illustration of the test. What Bob shoot today? Like 74? It's a, it's a great question. He was 3 over. Yeah, Bob, Bob, Gooch, Padrig and Bryson all grouped together there at 3 that's, over. That's that's a bummer. Kind of expected decent things from all four of those guys. There's there's a uh, there's a secular proxy war going on with Taylor Gooch this week that I'm here for. Uh, well, DJ, to your point, I love that too, and it just can't be understated how awesome the bunkering is. I mean, I know Newsflash links golf, but it can't be it overstated. Overstated. It, it starts with bunkers that are actual hazards, and that's my big issue. You know, I jokingly say the bunkers over here shouldn't be raked, but how else can we make these bunkers hazards where guys actually have to think about how to avoid them? Dude, it's- seeing seeing John Rahm hitting outside backwards, seeing JT hit the one off the wall into the other bunker, seeing Rory leave one in there, it's like, ah, oh, that's like feed me, Randy. That's yeah. that's what we're looking for. It's how it's, good it's fun. And, and then and then all the grass around the bunkers too, yeah. where like Rom Rom pitches out and then it's on the downslope there or Rory had a really good up and down after just one atrocious wet wedge shot. Oh, uh, or like, you know, like it's like Rory put one in like right in the bunker on 15. And it's like, dude, like he still made birdie, but that's kind of the one thing you can't do there. Or right. I mean, Straka trying to bump one off the top of the bunker there. And then not trying was, to doing it. Yeah. That was, that was, that was one of the best shots I've ever seen. <laughs> was yeah. un- I was, I almost like jumped off my couch this morning. Like, why did they not like stop the tournament to just make everybody watch the replay of that shot? You should just give him the jug. Unbelievable. 
Uh, really sticking it to Solly. You should for, put him uh, on the Ryder Cup team. For not not Just picking him on his shot. Ryder Cup team. One that John Deere hit that shot at the open. Get him to Rome. Uh, all right, let's move on. Tell me if you guys get sick of this game. I got a lot of them. I love this game. All right, let me get you. Uh, this is an easy W for you guys. Uh, my dad is six foot four, and he's the shortest of the last five generations. On my dad's side, the length is there. My grandfather was six eight. My great grandfather was seven foot. Big Randy. Christo. Christo. That one's Christo. Uh, no real context. Just a, you know, tall, just a big ass guy. A unit uh, coming from a family of units. Is, is Christo sticking around or no? You know, I, TC. I hate to. I hate to rain on any of the, the parade. I, I think history would probably tell us maybe not. He seemed pretty in control of his of his pill out there today, though. It's pretty cool. I think, what's the stat? The first amateur to lead here since Ben Hogan in 1930? Mr. Hogan. Mr. Hogan. Mr. Hogan. And the first amateur, I believe, to lead or co-lead any Open since Tom Lewis. Like yeah. in the last, he and Tom Lewis, maybe in the last 50 years. Something like that. It's I think, I think It's impressive. Right. I don't think he's sticking around. I will say I didn't see any of his round this morning. We'll get to our viewing strategies, but I'm looking forward to at least watching him hit some shots tomorrow. Uh, it's really fun to watch the golf swing. And he nukes the golf ball. It's it's wild, Randy. It's you have no excuses for not not carrying it 320 after watching what he's doing. I know. So maybe you can work on that. Do some speed training overnight. I, I am right now though mentally. Uh, all right, this is another easy one for you. Uh, Although maybe not for you, Randy, if you didn't get up early. I was trying to flop cut an eight iron. I feel like I feel like I'm as good as anybody at that shot. And I guess the hosel just got there first. I'm not really sure. That Phil? That was Jordan Spieth about oh. his mm. shank that led to his double on uh, the eighth hole. Kind of the, the big blemish of the day for him. What a what a bender for Spieth today. Trying to hit a flop cut eight iron. <laughs> oh. God, who 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 doesn't like the open, man? Just I'm just... Bu- I'm buying Spieth. You know, made the double on eight, bogeyed 18, but otherwise a good round of golf. Five yeah. birdies, buying speed. It just looked very in control. I was very bearish on him uh, coming in, but I am also an idiot. So, uh, you know, happy to be happy to be proven wrong there. Loved what we saw from speed. Uh, I thought this was a good one. I, I always ran pretty hot, but I was right. At the, I was right at the boiling point as far as my anger and frustration. I'd birdie the first two holes and go, wow, I'm going to win the tournament on day one. <laughs> Conversely, if I bogeyed the first two, I was like, oh, we're missing the cut. It's amazing how far I've come. Tommy? Not Tommy. Uh, Max? Not Max. This guy has more majors than both of those guys combined. Alex mm. Noren? Uh, I don't think he... I'd have to check my records, but no, not Alex Noren. Rombo? Wyndham Clark, your U.S. Open champion, mm. talking about the development of his mental game, how much calmer he feels at majors. And I just thought that was illustrative, you know, that he completely backed it up. Made one start since the U.S. Open, took a bunch of time off, and came here, felt really comfortable, put up a great round of golf today. TC, I, what, what do you feel about Wyndham Clark if, if he were able to pull off the U.S. Open Open double? Becoming, I believe, um, the seventh person. Is that right? First since Tiger. It's it's very rare. I don't have all six off the top of my head, but that sounds right. Yeah, I don't know. It would kind of be like when Padraig like, went on that heater. <laughs> that's a good and comp. And yeah. everybody's just kind of like, Whoa, man, like, that's, gotta, that's gotta wild. it <laughs> <Yeah>. to him. <laughs> yeah, you don't really know like how to contextualize it. Or it's just like, yo, that's happening. That's wild, man. That was sick. Yeah. Uh, all right, a couple more. Uh, this is a good one. 
this was uh, in relation to or in reference to uh, his major exemption running out at the end of next year. Quote, world ranking is a messed up system, as everyone knows. I don't even look at the world ranking system. I just really go out and try to play well and see what happens. Bill? No. No, no, he would have one for longer. Get further out there. He also went to Wimbledon with his daughter, which was a shocker to me. Stu? Stenson? P. P. <laughs> maybe, you know, the days of, of P's majors, maybe maybe dwindling. Just something to watch. Who knows what's going to happen if he the, played the well. players get folded back together. He played great. So that was the highest he could have shot. He, he just really could have could have taken a scary low today. Uh, all right, let's do let's do one more. All uh, which one? I got two. I got two from this guy. Which one should I pick? All right, let's go with this one. All I want to do is keep working hard, keep playing, keep putting myself in position. Obviously, it's going to be my turn soon. Obviously. Uh... I thought this was a layup, guys. I was trying to end with a bang. Tommy. Mm. All kinds of work, all kinds of physical work he's doing. I think yeah. it is, TC, we've had a lot of fun on, on this here program at uh, at your boy's expense, but I think it is, I don't know if you have any context, but he does seem like he's working his ass off behind the scenes in order to to get it across the finish line. And yeah, I sincerely, I, I really hope he does this week. I was talking to a couple of guys. They said he's been working like crazy on his lower body strength, his core strength. Um, I'm sure he's been working like crazy on his putting, like, you know, turning those weaknesses into, into strength. Uh, I don't know, man, like even some of the stuff they post, it's just, I just love watching the guy hit irons. And I think this, you know, you drive it. Okay. You can kind of get it out there off the tee and then hit good irons in. And I didn't feel like he played gimmicky or anything like that today. Like, I, I feel like he's going to keep ascending through the next few days and his fitness level's good. I'm, I'm stoked, man. Uh, TC, you want to take us uh, down the leaderboard before oh, we get out of here? God, I thought you'd never ask. Um, <laughs> and, I, and I also would like, if you don't mind, just a quick, uh, maybe give us like, as always, we're going to require you to give some context, at least a sentence about each of these names that you read. I also want to know, you, you said this a number of times today. Uh, I want to know who quote has that look in their eye. Uh, if you could, <laughs> if you could point out those people for us as well. Yeah. Uh, I think Tommy's got that look in his eye. I think, I think the pro Max Holman's got that look in his eye. You know, I, I tried to warn everybody. I was like Paul Revere trying to warn everybody <laughs> and he's out of my horse. And, uh, you know, I, I said, he, it looks like he's trending. It looks like he's in a good spot. He's finally figured out the recipe for one of these majors. Uh, I'm buying on that Matthew Jordan character. How cool was that story? Awesome. Going Boy, out first guy, in going the open first. Yeah. at the place you grew up playing or you remember. It's just, that's awesome. Yeah. Like, you know, in a world of, of Michael Block bullshit. <laughs> this is something that that actually resonates for me. What a stray! He kind of had that look in his eye too. First thing out, he did. He did. I uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm buying it. I think it continues. So oh, that was it. Did you guys hear that one? Blue Angel. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, man. This brings me no pleasure, but I think Patrick Cantley might have that look in his eye this week. Mm. Kind of aren't, a concerningly solid they- start. Aren't the Conditties supposed to arrive tomorrow? I don't think they're going to be crazy. I think it's going to be a little bit friskier in the morning than than it was this afternoon and maybe a little bit of rain and stuff, and then it kind of burns off. But I don't know. It's uh, 
you know, I know there's a lot swirling with, with, you know, David Solomon, maybe losing control of Goldman Sachs here and, you know, some personal things yeah. going on with Cantlay, but, but, but I, I just, you know, I, I feel like he's kind of steadying the ship. I think Brooks also, I think Brooks is lurking uh, minus one. I think he might have that look in his eye too. He was, he was kind of playful with the media afterwards sure. today. Um, but yeah, those are the guys that I think, have, you know, and then Blandy, of course. <laughs> Blandy coming in under par today. Fantastic. Amazing. And actually, last guy with that look in his eye, Hovland. I yeah. thought that was a really, really uh, invigorating round from Hovland. He was he was even through seven, bogey's eight, bogey's ten, and then comes in three under in his last eight holes uh, to come in one under par. I thought that was a a very solid round. You know, a bird defecated on him. Mm. Supposed uh, to be good luck, which is great luck. I was yeah. gonna say. I, I was hoping it would force him to take his his uh, his pullover off. Dude, he had the not. people. The people frothing to see that shirt that was all over social media. And he covered it up. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And then I'm told Ludwig has that look in his eye, but he's not in the field. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Anybody else? We want to go down the leaderboard and just, shout out. Here. Yeah, down the leaderboard. Uh, Mike. Shout out to Michael Stewart. I've never never heard of you. I'm not familiar with your game. Uh, T7. Yeah. Uh, Banker Sharma. I haven't heard that name in a while. Bit of a throwback. T- G7 as well. Um, Siwoo Kim had, had that fire sweater on today. Very solid. Uh, keeping going down. I think Thomas Peters got off to his normal, like, crazy hot start. And then like he eagled 15. I think he was, what, four under after that? And then, you know, probably doubles the next hole. And then bogeys 18 to kind of come back to the field a little bit. So um, keen to see what Hideki does tomorrow. Hideki's one under right now. Forgotten man. Kind of lurking a little bit. There's a bunch uh, of lurkers at one under. Yeah. Some yeah. Some bad dudes with bad intentions. You know, David Lingmurth, Keegan Bradley, Sung JM, things of that nature. Exactly. Uh what else we got? We got the, How Lingmurth. Yeah. A great, great round. He's playing good golf right now. He is. Uh, played his played his way in. You want to talk about somebody who's who's kind of bet on themselves and gotten back from the brink and gotten healthy and that's it's cool to see. Uh, it's kind of a, a tale of two of two hoy guards. I was I was best of times worst been Rasmus. Uh, Nikolai played well, so you know hand up there. Um, Minwoo Lee, keen to see if he can put a good one out there tomorrow. He's off can, early. Can we shout out? I know I, I'm last to this party, but just gotta shout out what Min, Minwoo Lee's doing on Instagram. I think some of the some of the best hype reels. There, all of these hype reels are so fucking lame usually, and it's just cool <laughs> shots of look at how cool I am during my practice round. The Minwoo Lee ones are are so good and so funny. They always have like weird ass references in them. And this week he's got a bunch of like, you know, when, when you get like the the British hip hop where they like don't swear and they just pronounce everything like super cleanly. He's got a bunch of those underneath all the all the footage. So good. Keep it up, Minwoo Lee. I, I absolutely love it. He had the rashy on today. It looked awesome. God, I want him to be a world beater so yeah, bad. Yeah. I think that I think you want to talk about growing the game, Randy. That's gonna get the people <laughs> turned up. We got a bunch of guys at plus one as well. We got right in a row here. Uh Fitzpatrick, I'm not worried about him. He's by all by, by his own admission, he's not a Lynx guy. Jason Day, Adam Scott, Cam Smith, Shane Lowry, Ricky Fowler, Cam Young. 
all right in a row there. And, and Moronk, interesting for our one-on-one on one bet. Yeah, and Kaye Samoya as well. Um, no, but I, th- I think, uh, I don't know, I'm very, very keen to see what Cam does tomorrow. He'll be off in the afternoon, 3 p.m. or 2.59. Didn't drive it well today. That was kind of my concern with him here this week. Put it, you know, kind of did everything else well. Yeah. Rolled the rock great. Some, some, so. some context for everybody at plus one or, or worse. Uh, our guy Jay Ray says... 96% of open champions since 1970 have been within five shots of the lead after round one. It's a pretty high number. 50 yeah. of 52. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to get some crazy conditions on Sunday, but you're going to have to be, you know, up in the mix. I don't think it's going to be kind of a chaser's day on Sunday. Uh, I, Adam Scott had a pretty good round going today, too, and completely limped home on 16 and, and 18. It's three over uh, in the last last three there. So a little bit disappointing there. And then I think going to the guys that kind of disappointed us, I think that's kind of the, the Mendoza line, right? If you played plus one, we'll see what happens. We're not ready to cast judgment so. yet. But plus two, like, all right, that's a disappointment. Um, really not a whole lot until we get to, like Sam Burns. Um, I don't think I thought Corey Connors um, was going to play better. Big tone. over. Yeah, and then and then Morikawa, Rom, uh, Gooch, your boy Randy, and then yeah, that kind of aforementioned group at, at plus three as well. So Tom Kim, things of that nature. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Plus five. Um, kind of interesting. Ball. Randy, your your guy Phil tied with John Daly plus six. Which and your guy Foxy. Who you said that? Uh, Fox is at plus seven. Fox oh, sorry, plus sorry, seven. sorry. You said the Moronk versus Fox bet was unfair to me, which you know we got that on the record. TC. That's Will, for what, the rest of the season, or no? That was just this week. I had a feeling. Okay. <laughs> such a fun, uh, such a fun vintage Phil Open Championship ending too. <laughs> Doubled seventeen, tripled eighteen. Just <laughs> mm, Chef's kiss, big boy. Seventeen sick. I don't know uh, if I even, I don't know if I even respect it, but I like it. It's kind of the opposite of the normal, like you know, like I don't like it, but I respect it. I think I like it, but I don't even respect it. Yeah, who, I think maybe who, maybe we save the full on seventeen conversation for tomorrow. And just course in general. I'm just hoping it ruins somebody's yeah. career. I've, I've God, that was such. That. Pete Cowan said that. I believe yeah. I'm taking it out of context. It was referenced somewhere else. It was referenced in the in the Brooks uh, transcript. Somebody asked Brooks about that, but they said. How do you feel about Pete Cowan saying that 17 could ruin somebody's career, which is such a sick quote? Um, last thing, just disappointed in Joaquin Neiman, disappointed in Saga. Yeah, again, with Joaquin. Joaquin said dominate, and he's not doing it. Definitely we ain't doing, doing it. it. That's going to be an, yeah, it's gonna be an interesting career to, to follow, man. Just, again, the from a buy, you know, Buy low, sell high perspective. I, I think I would have I would have bought a ton of Joaquin stock when he yeah. when he won Riviera. What was that last year? And uh, that stock has not done well. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, Sammy Sammy Volamaki, my guy, plus five as well. So <sighs> I hate that. That's gonna hurt his Ryder Cup chances. Hate it. What do you uh, guys? All right, how far back is too far back? I mean, according to Jay Ray, you know, gonna, plus yeah. one. Yeah, but you know, crazy shit can happen. Sure, I feel a little uncomfortable playing that game after round one. I mm-hmm. I, I don't want to non-answer it, but it's um yeah. it's tough. You know, I think everybody's got to 
we got to do late, early, early, late, all that fun stuff. I just don't know how gettable this golf course is. I feel like, I mean, I know there were 66s out there today, but man, it just doesn't, other than the par fives, there's just not that many birdie chances, man. I know a lot of guys made birdie on 17 today, but I think maybe that was because the wind wasn't up and it just, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it changes if it, if it, we get some rain and it softens up a little bit, but it just seemed like there were a lot of tuck pins and a lot of pins that were just really hard to get close to today. You guys buying or selling Rory? Uh, I'm buying. I'm buying. Fool me, fool me 55 times. Shame on me. But uh, what I'm going to attribute it to is is a lot of talk about the crosswinds. A lot of those winds blowing, blowing left to right on especially that closing stretch, basically like favoring something, someone that can hit a high draw up against that wind. Seems like it's going to be a lot better than somebody who's hitting a cut trying to just like let the wind beat their ball up on that back nine. He was miss- he had some high high right misses to- early on in that round today though. Yeah, he was a little weird, flatulent. Weird clubs, weird misses, certainly. Yeah. Bad wedges, some bad decisions. I don't know. I just don't. It just doesn't feel. It doesn't feel tidy enough. Showed a little. Showed a little gut. Yeah, getting getting it in the house. You know, could have yeah. could have been a plus two plus three day. And you know he kept it on the rails, but yeah, was it was it perfect? TC no, wasn't wasn't perfect. You know what? Something else that that, that wasn't perfect. Oh, also, you guaranteed Rory victory this week, which you continue to forget. I didn't guarantee. Oh, it. I said so that if, if many Tommy times. doesn't win for months, Rory I'll just wait to win the Hoy Lake. Well, I think Ricky, I think Rory's going to win. Hoy I said Lake, he's going to so play well. Yeah, but I said Tommy's also going to win the Hoy Lake. So exactly, if, that was the joke. If Tommy doesn't two. win, you can get at me for the Rory take. <laughs> if Tommy wins, then all you guys need to right need that to it's bow negated. down. Sure. Right. Okay. Uh, what else? What else we got to get to? Well, speaking I, of not not positive stuff, uh, hmm. the telecast was tough. Yeah. Listen, uh, I I think today for the first time in my Open Championship viewing experience, I've always been a big like get up at four, do the whole thing, get on Twitter, and I just I think today it was like again fool me fifty five times, but I was like yeah, I think I know how this is gonna go. I think I'm gonna sleep in. I got up. I got up at five, six, uh, six Eastern, and just DVR'd the whole thing. And it took me until probably nine thirty to actually like catch up on DVR. And so it didn't really bother me that much. Was it shitty that they didn't show the Ricky stuff? Yes, that was awful. Was it shitty that you know Jordan Spieth is what one back, two back, uh, and they didn't explain why he was hitting his third shot from like one hundred and ninety yards into eighteen? That that wasn't great playing through was abused per usual uh just you know just a lot of a lot of attempts to ruin my favorite tournament of the year but i'm not gonna let them do it tc i'm not gonna let them yeah. steal my joy it's it's one of those things too if comcast wants to not send a full crew over or not have their own cameras and then and then we get associate producers or people who work for golf channel then you can flash that that twitter thing uh <laughs> this guy works uh works with or for golf channel nbc and, uh, you know, this was in response to Sally tweeting about Spieth and, you know, and it's like they treat their viewers with contempt and like, why are you, why are you relying on the world feed? Because your company's too cheap to send cameras and have your own feed for all or part of the day. And when ESPN used to do that, and like, if you're going to invest in golf and, and produce this stuff, invest in golf and produce it. Otherwise get the fuck out. Yeah, as simple as that. It's disgusting. Randy, any takes on the broadcast today? Uh, no, those are all my feelings. We've been saying it all year. 
it's yeah. i I was like you candidly DJ was watching a lot on DVR when I first got up so wasn't wasn't as angry necessarily but TC I feel your anger I've been there many times myself brother we, we stand with the strike TC and the yeah. thing, like the most frustrating part is like you know you got this knucklehead on here trying to trying to to you know make excuses per usual and just talk down to everybody when like cool man like we're just telling you like it's not good. Like we're not having a good time here. And Comcast owns Sky, right? Like why? Like why can't they just like cool? If you guys don't want to invest and do this thing right, just give us the Sky feed. Like we'll gladly, gladly take take that as a coherent product. Okay, but like don't don't you know don't tell me that oh we're being too hard on you or whatever. We're positive when when it warrants it. I thought they did a great job with the U.S. Women's Open, and we said as much. You know. Sure. Uh, I don't know. I won't tell the Tommy Roy story tonight. We'll save that. No, for we gotta tonight. save that. Yeah, we gotta keister yeah. that. But I don't know. It's just, it's just such an outright contempt. These people are, they're arrogant. They're, they're, they're just, they're, they're conceited. They're resting on their laurels. It's like, hey, we've been doing this for a long time. Just trust us. Well, you know what? That trust has evaporated. You guys are, are pissing on the game that we all love. I'll cede the rest of my time back to the committee. Thank you, TC. What about China is my question that I want to bring up. Uh, I, I got nothing else, guys. Anything else we want to we want to get to? I, I thought it was an absolutely delightful day at the Open. I, I am in love with Hoylake. I think the leaderboard is you can you can see like how it's going to take shape. There's good ingredients sense. there. Yes, not to, not to like take a... anything away from the people that are are near the top right now, but I I think we're going to see some leaderboard gravity in a big, big, big way. And I think it's going to be a fantastic weekend. DJ, I would equate today to like a quick fire challenge. Yeah, that's on, great. On Chef, I think know? that's exactly and right. We've got an elimination challenge tomorrow. That's right. Okay? I think that's right. Half you guys are going to be packing your knives and going tomorrow. Exactly. God, did we even talk about the fact that Top Chef's coming to Wisconsin? We, no, TC, we need, to, we need to try to get a seating at the Resto Wars. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll take that offline. We'll talk to the uh, Magic Lottles. <laughs> uh rainy what time are you getting up tomorrow how uh, can we expect probably, you at the office uh, yeah i'll probably get up around eight o'clock mountain time uh 10 eastern might take a look at the leaderboard before i decide whether or not to dive in on the dvr recording i i am very you bombed tonight i i am very excited to see how tommy responds uh sitting on a share of the lead i can't wait to watch jordan tomorrow so there there are definitely some things i'm very excited to watch in the afternoon wave tomorrow i I think it'll be a fun day it could be an epic afternoon are you guys rooting for tommy of course i'm rooting rooting for tommy yes i'm rooting for tommy to stay in it It was never even about tommy to be honest yes like (laughs) if you don't if you don't get that by now that there's no help in you no i know but like do you want to see me unhappy I want to see him much. win more than I want to see you unhappy. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm rooting for him. But I'm it's kind close. Of, I'm kind of rooting for him like I used to root for Ricky. Like, I want you to be so yes. close, man, on Sunday. And if you come up short, I won't hate it. It's If, if you're in it, then it's a W for, for, yeah. for me, basically. That's, that's all I'm looking for. No, I think Tommy, dude, I think he deserves to win one. I think it'd be an amazing story for... The people of the fine people of England, I think it'd be a fitting champion. I, I would be so, 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 so for it. I'm rooting for it. 
But if you know he gets close and doesn't doesn't uh, get it done, then I think that's that's a W for me as well. So <laughs> I, I kind of can't lose after a day like today. Uh, Listen, boys, we all just want to believe in something. That's exactly right? right. Enjoyed enjoyed chopping it up. Thanks to Neil and KVV for swinging by. We'll uh, we'll run it back again tomorrow. Thanks Sounds to good. High Noon. Thanks to DraftKings. Thanks to Precision Pro. Ben Hameen, great thanks job on the ones and twos. Ben Hameen on the ones and twos. Uh, and uh, yeah, guys, enjoy. Uh, TC, try to get some sleep tonight, man. I know I will. I'm gonna sl- I'm gonna try to sleep in. I might take some some Nyquil, maybe some some uh... <laughs> self medicating. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I think I am gonna book a flight. I'm gonna book a refundable fare. That's interesting. And, you know, mm. well, I mean, you know, if he, yeah, you know, if he collapses tomorrow or something i don't want to have sure. some sort of lemon here yeah and exactly be fighting with the airline for you know a refund or like a credit versus a refund just, see if you can swing through new york and pick up kvv's bag <laughs> <laughs> we will uh all right guys let's uh let's cut it we will uh we'll see you all tomorrow thanks for tuning in and uh cheers crack on we'll see if you're around smash two that like button Be the right club. Be the right club today. Johnny, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.